0: Welcome to Much More Much Here with Pup Duffy and Cara Lane, an Odd Imagination production.
1: We are here with writer and director Corey Choi. We're going to be talking about Esme, my love. My love. I'm having trouble not being Southern with it. My love. It's not a romance. It's actually quite creepy and uh, suspenseful, and it's based on true events. I wanted to make sure we talked about that. Give us a little... Synopsis of the true events that are behind this film.
0: So I'm glad you asked about this because um this film from inception till now, it's been over six years for actually making the film, but I'd been thinking about some of the things for much longer. Um there's really two pieces of inspiration for the story of this film, and they're separate, but they're connected and both important. The first is a woman told me this experience, and it, it she, when she told me about this experience, it, it really just stuck in my head for a very, very long time. And she described something when she first had a child. She, um, um, the child was a little toddler, and she describes this experience of basically somebody being in the house mm. that followed her child that she didn't know at night one night. and. I'm thinking, this is terrifying. And she says to me, no, um, this is one of the most pivotal, important moments in my entire life because that person was an angel. Really? And I remember just thinking, what you just described to me was very scary. Um, and what she told me was, again, you know, maybe it's scary to you, but when you see the face of God or the messenger of God and you feel it, you it's life-changing and that just stuck with me how just like intensely she was so certain and you know anybody else asking like listening to her like well could have been this could have been that could have been blah 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 just, no i know what it was this is what it was and just that kind of disparate feeling really stuck with me so that's one kernel the second kernel is, um, I'm a filmmaker, and I was producing a music video, and we were up in Hague, New York, and Hague, New York is a town, um, it's on the, the the border between Vermont and, and New York, there's a beautiful lake, and on the other side of it is Vermont, and on that side is New York, and that's in my movie, by the way, and um, we're up with the drummers, right? we're at the drummers' family farm. Uh, and, uh, I was like, this place is amazing, man. This place is just beautiful. It's, a... He's like, yeah, it's my, it's my mom and, and, and her family's farm. And his mom is Sally. She's got mm-hmm. two sisters, Sherry and Susan, and they're the Dalarme sisters. And it was the DeLarm family farm. And I was like, wow. And I got, you know, his whole family is just amazing. And the music video was very fun. It was a very beautiful spot. It really stuck in my head. And I got to talking to Sally. And then she starts telling me about the, the, the town's history and then her family's history. And she has either a great-great or a great-great-great, either grandma or aunt named Hannah. Hmm. And this Hannah, um, as the story goes, uh, there were some folks visiting town um they called them gypsies visiting town and um when they were getting ready to leave uh they took hannah with them and hannah had bright red hair and um one of the neighbors noticed the bright red hair and circled up the horses and they got the girl back and when she got back she had something in her hand and it was a saint christopher's medal and saint christopher is the patron saint of travelers, wanderers, and children. That actual St. Christopher's medal had been kept around for a really long time and they had a box of Hannah's stuff. And um that's in the movie. That's Hannah's St. Christopher Medal. That's actually over 100 years old and from uh, or maybe hundred years old, I don't remember how old, but very old and passed down. So a lot of the actual Hannah's stuff made into the film. And Sally then just told me all about the family, all like the stories with the family. And so a lot of the story, so the bottle cap in the film, is the DeLarm family bottle cap. It's the real bottle cap. The farmhouse we filmed in was their farmhouse. And so a lot of the stories is based on her family's, like, but some of the more, some of the more um, older and more almost like folktale aspects, but then some of the more recent ones where it's like, oh yeah, that's when uncle so-and-so went in the basement and he found some sound some canned goods and we all dared him to eat it. And we didn't think he would. And then he did, you know, and like, so when you go out and t- when you go into the basement, the thing that's really funny, so our department, our art department put like one jar of peaches down there. Everything else was really there on the farm and had been there for a really long time.
1: That's
0: crazy. And was just sitting down, and it was just sitting down there.
1: That's crazy. And, but I love all of these little things that you're saying that lend such authenticity to your story that's insane and let's go way back to how this took six years people don't understand sometimes how long films can take especially if you're working while you're doing it or you know you're you're raising the funds yourself you're doing it yourself and your your background uh, editing um sound department is this your like directorial debut i mean should we be screaming this is crazy
0: this is my this is my feature film narrative directorial debut. So I've done shorts before, um, but nothing like this.
1: this. This is my
0: feature directorial debut.
1: This is huge. That's awesome. And I love, I hate that it took you six years to do it because I know you probably really wanted to, to get it done, but also the dedication that you put into this. I mean, you gotta love what you're doing right? You, you can't just be half-assed about it, excuse my French, but you can't just go in and be like, yeah, no, you have to be like, this is my entire life. And you mentioned earlier your spouse and it's like, you have family, you're working, but this is your baby as well, right?
0: This is a story I really, really, really wanted to tell for a very long time. And, um, it's not an easy story to tell, and it's not necessarily like a Marvel Cinematic Universe type thing. Um, so it's something that I found people along the way who fell in love with the story like like I did, and wanted to help me. So on the plus side, I found this amazing group of collaborators. And you know, a filmmaker is only as good as the people he's working or he or she or they're working with. And my collaborators on this film, from my cinematographer, Fletcher Wolf. she was so amazing, my composers, the editors I found, my actresses, my scriptwriting partner, just everybody, the art department, um, everybody just brought something very special to this film. You know, we had a very limited shooting budget. We had a budget of $90,000 and we had uh, 13 days to finish principal photography. Wow. And, um, you know, if I hadn't called in all of my favors, and really just kind of, if I hadn't spent, you know, maybe 10 years in the film industry, you know, earning favors and like finding things and realizing certain shortcuts and whatnot, and ways to shave and, and I bartered a whole lot to barter a whole lot. Um, if I hadn't been able to call in all those favors, I think it probably would have cost $2 million to make this film. So the fact that we were able to pull it off for 90000 for shooting, um, I'm very proud of it. Um, you know, it, it, so it took a lot of planning and, um, all said and done the entire budget. So it was $90,000 shooting budget was $135,000 all said and done everything. And, um, again, I, I think it could easily have cost, you know, two to 5 million to make something like this.
1: Well, and that's the thing, um just as an aside, I'm going to be talking to Fletcher next week. So that's going to be exciting. Talk about, this. Oh, she's,
0: she's the best. I'm so excited for you to speak with her.
1: I can't wait, but you're right about the look of the film. I always say this and I think it's because I'm such a visual person. It's a pretty film. If that makes sense. It's pleasurable to look at that. Not, no, no, it's pleasant to look at. <laughs> it's not pleasurable, but it's really, it's really, uh, just a, a beautiful film it's shot very well like you said Fletcher's amazing and your actors you have uh Audrey Audrey Grace Marshall as Esme or Esme I think Twilight ruined for a lot of people but this is going to change it you have Audrey Grace uh, as the child and Stacy Weckstein as Hannah the mother it's a very I don't want to say simple that's not the word I want but it's it's low cast it's, location and hearing the story behind the location that creepifies it for me but it's also it's also a beautiful story so i think you got this this perfect mismatch of a film and you wrote it i think that's i think that's incredible
0: well i i did have a writing partner i should say um so laura allen was my she wrote the screenplay and so i came i came up with um a lot of the story and had like these bullet points I knew I wanted to hit, and certain things I needed needed to do. But I was looking for a very long time for a writing partner. and because we, because I really came into it really wanting to tell the relationship, tell a story about the relationship between a mother and a daughter, I knew that I needed to collaborate with a woman, obviously, because you know there's the parent-child relationship, and that's very special, but there's also the mother-daughter relationship. That's just something different. And yeah. um, so I needed to have a, a, the right collaborator for this, the right writing partner. And so Laura, um, she came up with me to the farm and we spent a night and, or two nights, I can't remember. We walked all around, checked all the different places. She met Sally. She met Susan. She fell in love. She fell, she met Sherry. Sorry. She met Sherry and Sally. She did not meet Susan. Um, but she fell in love with the place like I fell in love with the place and Laura's a very spiritual person she's a a practicing Catholic and I just remember it was really important for her to find a church she could go to while we're out there because there was a Sunday and she's like look I'm going to be going to church it doesn't have to be Catholic church but I'm going to church I'm not super practicing religion myself but I am very very spiritual I'm Jewish mildly but uh I don't go to a whole lot of organized religion stuff but this film is very very spiritual and it has a very spiritual meaning to it. So I needed to work with somebody who also is very spiritual. Um, and, you know, Laura can write very dark stuff, but this movie is very, very full of love. It's not just a horror film. It's not even really a horror film at all, if you ask me. I think it's more of a psychological thriller and a, and a magical realism with maybe a tinge of horror in there. Um, but that's what's more scary, though. When you go full on horror, there's something really like fun because you can kind of just suspend your disbelief and you can be like, okay, I'm in this crazy world. But when you're like really, I think what makes this story so terrible in like the biblical sense of terrible, not like bad, but like terrible, you know, like is that, that love that you feel or can feel that a mother can feel for a daughter and that tension and everything that comes with it when you love something and are how far would you go to protect that
1: right and I think most you know. parents would go that far for their kids honestly
0: yeah as far as, and then there's this go ahead
1: I'm sorry I'm just saying as far as they needed to you know no matter what the situation was
0: and then what if there were no, what if you're, you know, what if you're where Hannah is and there, there is no, nothing, you know, she, think, she comes in thinking there's only plan A and plan B. And then all of a sudden she's given plan C and that's just amazing for her. But um, then there's the moment in every child's life. And this, this is pivotal. Every person's life. There's the moment when you realize that your parents may not be infallible. Yeah. And that's a game changer. When that moment hits, that's a game changer. And that's part of what this movie is about too.
1: I think that's, that's something to briefly touch on is I can remember as old as I am, I can remember being a kid and thinking my parents were perfect, that they knew everything. And then that moment, like you said, that realization, it's like, Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm screwed. Cause I thought you were going to, you know, I thought you were going to take care of me forever, but it's like, and then we become parents and we're like, I know. I don't know close to everything. Yeah. It's, it's insane. And I wanted to to say the trailer and even like the synopsis on IMDb, not that it's vague, but it doesn't give away the film. It, it piques your interest. It makes you go, what's going on. It's like, I need to watch now because I need to find out what that is or what's going to happen here because it's just it teases you. I I just wanted to give you credit for that as well because every step of this it seems to me as a viewer intentional, um, passionately, you know every adjective I can think of purposeful. That's the word I want. It's like it's intended for the viewers who have the best response that they possibly can. I think that's it's very thoughtful, very purposeful.
0: I love that. Thank you. I I, there you know when you got six years to think about things you got (laughs) you get to you get to craft some things and there are a bunch of little things like this is a nerds nerds movie you can go into it real you can do a deep dive on this thing and I can tell you a whole bunch of really interesting stuff but I can say I really appreciate that you picked up that the description for the film is is at tension they're at odds with the trailer because the description says one thing the trailer says or is it yeah you know and that was purposeful. And I was really hoping people would pick up on that. And the fact that you did makes me feel really good. Um, so thank you for picking up on that. Um, not everybody does.
1: Well, thank you for making such a cool film and being so you know thoughtful about it. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> I, I'm really hoping that, um, you know, we went on the film festival circuit and it was a great festival run, but only like a couple hundred people have seen this film so far. And I really, really am excited for it to get the release that uh, you know, and 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 have more people be able to get to see it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm just I'm I'm chomping at the bit for for June second because you know uh, there just aren't that many people who've seen it yet, and I, I really hope that it it gets gets to that audience.
1: That it like explodes. I don't think really quickly. I don't think. Um people who haven't been to festivals haven't been to film festivals understand how cool it is we're not not necessarily like getting in on the bottom floor kind of thing but we're there before like you're saying before the world is seeing it and it feels like even though I didn't make this film I feel like I'm family I'm part of this film family because I'm seeing it with you know 100 other people in the theater you know or 50 other people or you know however many. And it it just feels special. So if you can get to people listening, if you can get to a film festival, you know, as a plus one, or maybe it's one where general public's allowed, go, go and see these cool films that are coming, that you're going to feel like privileged, I guess, <laughs> to have seen it before, you know, the rest of the world or the rest of the country. I think, I think it's cool, especially horror film festivals. Or like independent film festivals, they're the best,
0: yeah, particularly horror has just this amazing community around it and and i I don't know why, but it's funny like the 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 nicest, most lovely people are the people in horror and oh. and I, I I don't know why that is because we're we're all sitting there like terrifying each other and looking at the gross outs and and whatever um but the the horror community, I think, is maybe probably. The most loving community i've ever i've ever uh, maybe maybe on par second only uh, same wavelength as sometimes like the comic community i would say there's a lot of th- overlap
1: yes i think you're onto something because i was going to say that's because a lot of and i include myself in the horror community we're we're weirdos a little bit you know or we're shy that's another thing it's like we will put things down on paper that you know we might be too shy to talk about, you know. I'll talk about decapitations or, you know, uh, it's, <laughs> but it's not just normal conversation. So when you get into a group with your community, with your, you know, your family, where you can talk about, and not just that, but show, <laughs> show your crazy imaginings, it's kind of like, oh, wait, you're accepting me. This is great. I love it.
0: But yeah, you're right. I've about- never. I've never felt that kind of acceptance that that I felt in 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 that horror community. It's a real special place, and it's an amazing place to be.
1: Right, absolutely. Like I know the um, the creator and director of uh, Shriekfest, Denise, and she's the sweetest, cutest little blonde-haired woman. And it's like, whoa! I said when I first like talked to her, I said, "What's up with this?" <laughs> you know. <And> <laughs> love horror the gorier the better and i was like you look like a soccer mom you know but
0: (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely
1: well it comes out june 2nd on digital i can't wait for everybody to have the the just privilege of seeing it like i did because it's cool it's creepy it's suspenseful and going a little bit back you said something about you know basically slam bam pour in your face it's not i wouldn't call it a slow burn film which i have nothing against i love slow burns but also it's not slam slam in your face to where you get numb to it it's a nice little build
0: well it's a sl- it's a slow burn until it isn't and then it goes off the rails so so i i would just say there's like a two there's two acts there it's it's like it's a slow burn and then it's not
1: yeah it was it's fine um, high- <laughs> yeah it- <laughs> It's just an enjoyable watch. And it's not something that you're going to watch one time either, because as we were saying, you've got that, those little tidbits of like history and, you know, lore and things that are going on in it to where you need to go, especially if you're watching with a friend, you're like, oh, well, the thing with the thing. And they're like, no, the thing with the thing. And you're like, wait a minute, watch it again. (laughs) I'm going to point rewind it I'm going to point it out to you yeah and it's going to spark a discussion which is what we want our art to do anyways right
0: yeah no absolutely and so when people want to see it on June 2nd if you go to esmemylove.com I'll have all the links to the places you can see it so just go straight to esmemylove.com and then if you're like me and you want a DVD or you want that blu-ray because you want a physical piece um, I've actually retained my physical rights myself. So if somebody makes a donation on that website, I will burn it myself and I will send it to you um, because it it means so much to me for films I love and and another piece of art to have something physical. So I wanted to make sure that was available to folks. And so uh, on the website, if you want a DVD or Blu-ray, you make a donation and and I'll send it out to you personally.
1: Well, tangent, but my VHS tapes over the course of probably a couple of years, Goodwill. Um, do you remember Hollywood Video? They closed down yeah. and sold all
0: tapes. Of course.
1: So, yeah. I also have a laser disc player and laser disc. So, judge me.
0: <laughs> laser <laughs> disc. Flip, flip this disc. Everybody's favorite moment. Flip this disc.
1: And I'm just like, absolutely love streaming services. Do not get me wrong.
0: Love it. But there's something different about it. It's just something different. It's not, it's no longer, it's like, you know, hey, I got you a Spotify playlist. Okay, thanks. Hey, I got you a mixtape. You love me. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the difference. That's and the and I think phys- physical DVDs cuz there's some there's some sweat and pain that go into into procuring that.
1: Well, especially for your DVD because you're going to burn it and we're going to reiterate that he has the rights to do that. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah you're going to have to do work to, to provide that people. It's like getting something, I don't know, handmade for you. I think it's cool.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's worth it. I was, I was very specific to carve out because, um you know, most companies don't want to do the physical stuff because it's a lot of work. Um, But I was very specific. Like I, if you're, if if you don't want to do that, I want to have the right to do it. And it's right. really important to me.
1: All right. If you don't want to do it, that's fine, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but and then for the people who like really, 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 really care, if they ask nicely, I'll try to get Stacy to sign it.
1: <laughs> nice. I love it. Well, it's EsmeMylove.com. It'll be out uh, that's the website. It'll be out June 2nd on digital. You can find out more information on the website. Can people follow you on like social media? Are you on Instagram, Twitter? That hellhole? If you
0: want to see a bunch of uh, pictures of my kids you can find me on instagram with my name if you want to you see like like correspondence with me and my dad you could probably find me on Facebook but like professionally you can go to dot and you can just send me an email.
1: I wish you nothing but the best with this because I can't tell you enough. It's it's a super it's a cool film. It's a super pretty film which tickles my fancies and I can't wait to see what comes up next.
0: Thank you and I'm excited for you to speak to Fletcher then because she'll have a lot to say.
1: Oh boy, I'm going to get the real
0: tea. Okay, cheers. Uh, Thank you so much. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Autimagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Autimagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit autimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org.